Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So right before we come on the air, the Supreme Court pops a huge decision about affirmative action. And as predicted, as predicted, like the sunrise every morning, the libs go full racist. I mean, full racist. I mean, like they're not hiding it anymore. Like, this is terrible. Gonna be too many of those damn Asians and whites in college now. And there's no way black people can compete. What? <laughs> uh, dude, did I not send you the clip? Did that, not, that guy not just say that? So, just to be clear, just to be clear, the position of liberals now, I'm gonna play this right for you at the beginning of the show. Position of liberals now are that black people can't compete with Asians and white people. And too many Asians and white people is a very bad thing. Just getting you on the record. Just getting you. And it's not just one person who said this. This is just in the last 20 minutes, folks. Talking about the New York Times tweeting and how, I mean, full-blown racist. I got that. I got, I debated to start the show with this today, too, after we get into that. But I have to because RFK Jr., man, is really starting to impress me. I don't vote Democrat, period. Okay, so let's time out and stop right there. Having said that. I have an open mind about things, unlike liberal clowns. RFK just like shut down a town hall last night at News Nation. Some medical doctor got up and tried to play smart guy with him, and it really didn't work out well at all for the medical doctor. All right, big show today. Today's show brought to you by Relief Band. This is my actual relief band. I use this when I went through chemo. Chemo sucked. This made it a lot better, if I'm going to be honest with you. You got to check it out. Relief Band and their new sport version. What is Relief Band? Number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband. Been clinically proven to help quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and a lot more. My daughter uses it when she goes out on the boat. She gets some motion sickness from that. The Relief Band Sport, make sure you never have to take your Relief Band off. It's the first ever waterproof wearable of its kind. Plus, it's rechargeable, lasts about 30 hours on a full charge. The Relief Band Sport seamlessly attaches to your smartwatch, so you don't need to choose between wearing your Relief Band or wearing your smartwatch. I wouldn't have got through the chemo without it Just being straight with you, folks. So with summer travel around the corner, if you want the best way to help relieve your nausea, check out Relief Band and their new sport version. We've got an exclusive offer just for my show's listeners. If you go to reliefband.com slash Bongino and use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping. It's worth it. This thing works. So head to reliefband.com slash Bongino. Use our promo code Bongino for 20% off plus free shipping. Joseph, big show. Let's go. It's Friday. <laughs> yeah. Many of you in the, now, some of you in the chat, do you get that? If you know Joe, you probably will. Um, of ah. course, it's Thursday, but we will be off tomorrow and next week taking a little vacation. This is a live show, as you can see. <laughs> you got Giving it. a shout out, Raider Travis and Grumble Buzz and D Palumbo 17, tied first time in the chat. I see you all there. So everybody wants Joe's. It's Friday. We can't miss it. out on that. So that's what's up with that. Here we go. Right out of the chute. Supreme Court dumps affirmative action. Thank the Lord Almighty. And I'm not using his name in vain. If you're going to get a job or you're going to get into school, you should get it because you worked for it. That's just really simple. It's not hard. And if you eliminate someone from getting into school who is Asian or white or some other category you don't like, strictly because of their race or where they were born, then you are the racist. Let me say again, case is closed. You are the racist. You're the racist. There's, that's not open for debate. 
You are a racist. You are judging people based on their race, period. It's not open for debate. I'm not interested in your opinion. You are the tautological definition of what a racist is. You have judged someone based on their race, period. Here's what I mean. Here's MSNBC losing their mind. Some guy, Eddie Glory, I don't even know it. I've seen this clown once or twice going full racist here. I want you to listen. There's about a minute and 10, 20 seconds, whatever it may be, where he's like, oh my gosh, no more affirmative action. Going to be too many of those troublesome Asians or something in schools now. And there's going to be no other way for black students to get into college. No, no oh. other way. No, none. Not through like studying or anything oh, like that. No. What are you saying? What are you, yeah, <laughs> oh. are you just, I'm just checking. Joe, now uh, you and I both lived in Maryland, yeah. a rather large black population. Oh, yeah. uh, is he suggesting somehow that the people we lived with and went to, you know, dinners with and hung out with, yeah. that they're somehow incompetent? Because it sounds like it to me. Yeah, it sounds like it to me too. <laughs> Listen to this, Eddie Glaude, check this out. Eddie Glaude, you're with us. Your thoughts, if indeed affirmative action is now banned nationwide from the college admission process, what is the impact? Well, um, you know, to be honest with you, it, it, we will return to uh, elite institutions more more specifically uh, being the space for a particular population, for predominantly white and Asian students. We will begin to see a kind of segregated uh, uh, higher education landscape. And the irony, of course, uh, as I try to, I, I've anticipated this decision, but to hear it, I, I'm kind of Still, I'm, I'm trying to manage my emotions. But, you know, this was just one remedy, affirmative action, the only remedy to the legacy of discrimination and admissions in American higher education. That's the, it's the only remedy, fellas. That's it. Not like, you know, cleaning up schools in inner cities run by Democrats with large Hispanic and black populations. Forget about that, Joe. Forget about that. All right. School choice, charter schools, Catholic schools, parochial schools, elevating standards, better teachers, getting rid of the moneyed influence in the education system with teachers unions. None of that are remedies. The only remedy, according to Eddie Glaude or something, whatever his name is, is he related to Sade? That sing this is no what? I don't know. Maybe they're cousins. Ooh. The only remedy to Eddie Glaude Sade's cousin, I guess, or something, is we definitely have to discriminate against other groups because black students can't possibly get in any other way. If that sounds racisty, Joe, racisty or not? Hmm, yeah, that sounds, uh, yeah, a little racisty, buddy. Yeah. Gee, Justin, a little racisty? Quite a lot of racisty. <laughs> I think it's yeah. racisty. Now, here is the absolutely hilarious part about this coming from the left. You see, the left loves this thing called disparate impact. You ever heard of disparate impact? This, by the way, is going to cook your muffins. It's going to toast your muffins and bake your bagels. Disparate impact is this thing liberals use to try to sue people for racial discrimination that doesn't exist because they can't find a reason. I'll give you a very simple example. Obama and Biden are pushing this AFFH housing program. The program basically says this. We're going to come into your neighborhood. And if there's not enough blacks or Hispanics, then we're going to deem your neighborhood policies racist. You're not going to get any federal money unless you build low-income housing and you diversify the racial population. Now, 
I want you to keep in mind, neighborhoods have racial compositions because of all kinds of different reasons. Joe, you know where Prince George's County is? Oh, You've sure. heard of it once or twice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Joe, is a lot, a lot of black citizens, residents of Prince George's oh, County? sure. Yeah. It's only the wealthiest by the way, minority, largely black county in the entire country. Oh, it's right near where Joe lives in Maryland. I ran for Congress, uh, not far from it. Uh, there aren't a lot, there aren't, but basically, if you're breaking it down, there are a lot of black people in those neighborhoods. Probably a disproportionate amount relative to the general population. Does that mean there's too many black people? According to the government, there is. There is. So they want to gerrymander the racial composition of your neighborhood. Long story short, housing discrimination thankfully, is already illegal. You cannot sell to someone or not sell to someone because of their race, which I think we can all agree is a good thing. Good folks come in to buy your house. You can go, I'm not selling you your house because you're Hispanic. You can't do that. So because they can't prove racial discrimination, what do they do? They go, ah, that racial composition. That's not right. It's off by one or two points. Let's just sue them. Why is this ironic with affirmative action? <laughs> What do I always tell you about the left, Joe? Cannibalism theory always eats itself. When you make disparate impact, your reason for lawsuits, because you can't prove actual racism, so you start going to numbers, those same exact numbers are now going to be turned on colleges who try to screw around with affirmative action. Dwell on that for a second. You got that? You chewing on that one? You ruminating? Colleges now are forbidden from using race. So what are they going to do? Because colleges, are, many of them are racist and are obsessed with eliminating Asian students from their population in large numbers, right? They're going to find proxies. They're going to dump the SAT as a measure. They're going to base it on essays. And if the essay is signed by a guy with a Vietnamese last name, ah, oh, uh, Joe, that essay, that's a terrible essay. It could have been written like Shakespeare. It does, you see what they're going to do? Mm -hmm. So now what's going to happen? Smart lawyers are going to go out and go, ah, disparate impact. Oh, liberals, you love disparate impact. Matter of fact, that's how you're trying to racially jerry-rig neighborhoods here. You, you said you loved it. So there's a disparate impact on Asians, which you evaluating the, evaluating the essays. Yes, yes. Don't you love how the house of liberalism collapses on itself every time? One more thing, too. Let's turn liberalism right on its ass, okay? What's another liberal buzz term they love? Systemic racism. Why do they love that term? They love systemic racism because it doesn't mean anything. Because when you say to them, what system are you talking about? Because the systems you're claiming are most racist are systems run by liberals in liberal big cities where blacks and Hispanics are doing the worst. So what system are you referring to? Now it's interesting. Now we have a court ruling indicating that affirmative action policies are systemically racist. And yet, really strange, you don't hear jack squat from the libs and jack left town about systemic racism today. Why is that? Why is that? Look at the numbers. The percentage of top scorers, GPA and SAT, of Asians who get in relative to blacks and Hispanics. Look at the numbers. The system is so obviously racist. And yet these fake, phony, racist libs, you don't hear a word today about disparate impact or systemic racism. Why is that? Because these people are freaking communists, that's why. And they're full of shit, and they don't mean a word of what they say. They love racism. As long as racism benefits their liberal cause, they can get votes off it. They love it. They worship racism. Just remember what Eddie Glaude just said. Too many of those Asians and whites now. There's no other way for blacks to get in. Really? No other way? 
Not by merit? What, they can't do it? Is that what you're saying? They can't use, yeah. Oh, they can't get lawyers, too. Remember that? Joe Biden. And, you know, black people that can't use the internet or get lawyers, these people are openly racist. Openly racist. Openly. I will say one last time, do black and Hispanic America, anyone out there, I, I don't put anybody in categories, but the left does. Our movement's your home. We're the ones fighting for your civil liberties and rights. It is that liberal clown party using you as a pawn. All right, I got a lot to get to today, our last show uh, for, the, for the week. This is important. Folks, the panic is palpable on the left. This is where the show is supposed to start. The commie censorship efforts are ramping up against RFK Jr. And I'm going to show you why in a second. I'm going to tell you something. And, and I mean it candidly. I don't like this guy's position on abortion. I certainly don't like his historical position on guns. He did take part in the pee-pee hoax thing in the beginning. And I, I'm just being straight with you because I owe you the truth. You spend time with me. I spend time with you. Again, for the 10th time, I don't vote Democrat no matter what. And I strongly recommend you don't either. Having said that, this man deserves to be heard. This is a serious guy who has done some homework. And as you can see, it's just a news story being a newsletter today. By the way, I'm super sorry about the newsletter. A lot of you are getting it a day late. Uh, some of it's going to your spam box if you're in our newsletter. We switched mail companies to go to a parallel economy company, which is happening over time. We're getting out of the liberal economy altogether. And because of that transition, check your spam folder or resubscribe at Bongino.com slash newsletter. Uh, sorry about that. It's not. A, it just happens inevitably as a result of any technology transfer. But trust me, in the long run, it's better for everyone. Um, folks, just the news. YouTube, which obviously is a communist company, repeatedly censors RFK Jr. as Democrat leaders demand reinstatement of their 2020 election censorship. The panic is palpable. They are so afraid of this guy. You know why? Because if, if listen, a guy like me, who is as conservative as conservative gets, doesn't vote for Democrats no matter what, can listen to this guy and say, I respect what he's doing. And I can only imagine what Democrats fed up with Joe Biden would think if they actually heard him. By the way, you know, I'm an investor in Rumble. I always put that disclosure out. He does have a Rumble channel that, of course, we do not censor because we believe in free speech. There it is right there, the URL. It's rumble.com slash RFKJr, J-R, RFKJr. So rumble.com slash RFKJr. You should subscribe and listen to this guy. He can speak freely there because we're not freaking commies at Rumble and we practice what we preach. It's a right-wing website. Really? This guy's running in the Democrat primary, you dipshits. Stupid bastards. I can't stand these people on the left. Dumb. Okay, get control of yourself. You can tell how much censorship pisses me off. And RFK, by the way, is an open invite on the podcast and the radio show. Here's what happened. Folks, he's at a town hall last night on News Nation. It's a cable news channel. They're trying to compete with CNN and MSNBC. He's on News Nation with Elizabeth Vargas. You may remember her from, I think it was ABC, whatever it was. And a doctor gets up. I, I can't show the whole doc. The doctor gets up and he's trying to basically corner RFK. And he's like, you're basically saying, like, listen, your stance on vaccines is inaccurate. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm a doctor. It's all this other stuff like that. And RFK gives this answer. And the audience just sitting there in, in stunned silence. I got to tell you, this is the first time I've heard some of this stuff about vaccine testing. And I looked it up and it's pretty interesting what this guy's got to say. Here, take a listen. Uh, there's in the, of the 72 vaccine doses now mandated, essentially mandated, they recommended, but they're really mandated. 
American children, none of them, not one, has ever been subject to a pre-licensing placebo-controlled trial. Yes, they have. No. Yes, yes uh, they have. Okay, let, let me just say something. Dr. Fauci and many other people for many years said this, and yet Bobby Kennedy, when he says that, is wrong. So I met with Dr. Fauci in 2016, you know, and I agreed to go on Trump's Vaccine Safety Commission, and I was with Aaron Siri and uh, Lynn Redwood and uh, a, a number of other people, and we said to him, can you show us one test from any vaccine, pre-licensing safety test? And he said, uh, I'll send it to you. I can't find one now. He never did. So we sued him. We sued H Aaron Siri and I sued HHS. And after a year of litigation and stonewalling, they said that they could not provide a single safety study for any vaccine that is on the childhood schedule, pre-licensing safety study. Oh, anybody who wants to read that can go to my web, to the Children's Health Defense website and you can read HHS's admission that not a single one has ever been safety tested pre-licensing. Now, um, what I've said is other medicines are required to do that. And we should have to do that for vaccines. If I'm wrong, show me the test, show me the study. You won't be able to. The, the guy's not wrong. Show the guy to study. The audience is sitting there in silence because his doctor's like, hey, you don't know what you're talking about, about vaccines. He's like, show me the study. Show me this. Everybody, just show the guy to study. You want to prove the guy wrong? Put out on Twitter, fake book, whatever you want. Show the guy to study. I'll put it out there. Show the guy to say, by the way, in the chat, I'll say it for like the fifth or sixth time. I, I, I'm not trying to be a dick or anything, but that's a medical condition with his voice. He has a condition called spasmodic dysphonia. It's very rare. It affects his vocal cords. He's not drunk. He's not on drugs. It's not a hangover. So, and I promise you, I know it's distracting when you first hear him. You get used to it quickly. I know it sounds crazy, but yeah. you just get used to it. Get past the voice thing. I'm used to because it. Because it distracts a lot of people. It's it's a condition. It's a medical thing. It's got nothing to do with, I feel really bad for the guy. He's got the, it's called, if you want to look it up, it's called spasmodic dysphonia. Like earphones, dysphonia. Not dystonia, that's a separate disease. I actually got a relative with that. But uh, dysphonia. Um, but the guy, just showed a guy to study. Is he, is, he, is he a crazy lunatic? He's saying, and notice, I want you to notice something too. Well, I can't play the whole thing. If you watch it on News Nation, I'll just tell you, the doctor never really responds with the study. Here, here's part two of this. This is shorter, where he talks about, and listen, I'm a capitalist. Of course, there's going to be a profit motive in medicine. I don't have any problem with that. However, capitalism does have, obviously, you get people who act in mercenary manners. That's why we have courts of law. But he brings up a pretty honest question. Like, listen, is it really necessary for this entire schedule to be given to young kids at this age? A pretty fair question to me. The guy deserves to be heard. He's earned a right. Take a listen. Well, when we passed the Vaccine Act, it made vaccines very, very valuable. And all of a sudden, there was a gold rush to add a lot of new vaccines to the schedule for diseases that aren't even casually contagious, like rotavirus, like Hepatitis B, why are we giving hepatitis B vaccine to a one-day-old child? Hepatitis B, you know, the, the, the major vectors for that are, are it's sexually transmitted or by needles. Why would you give that to a one-day-old child? It, it's, it's really a profit motive. Now, you're right that correlation is not causation, but the Institute of Medicine 
has looked at the vaccine schedule and said in, in their 2011 report, there are over 150 injuries that are likely to be associated with vaccines that have never been studied. So it's the CDC's responsibility to do those studies. And they've been ordered again and again and again to do them. And they have refused. The doctor did respond that, you know, he's right. Causation doesn't mean uh, correlation doesn't mean causation because two variables are correlated with each other. Say winter and getting more colds doesn't mean the winter causes colds. It doesn't. Cold weather does not cause colds. Uh, There's a third factor involved. But what about what he just said? sounds crazy to you. And from, uh, you know, listen in the chat. Seriously, uh, a Y if you think this guy is crazy and an N if you think he's not crazy. I want to see what you think. Y means crazy, yes, and no, he's not crazy. Because I'm just going to give you my opinion and don't let me influence you. I, I really want to see what you have to say. This guy sounds perfectly reasonable to me and this man deserves to be heard. A whole lot of no's that he's not crazy. I uh, just see one yes so far. Man, that's a lot of no's. This guy sounds Perfectly normal, asking reasonable questions. I still have. Oh my gosh, that, that's a lot of no. Oh man, is that a that's a lot of no's? This is a Republican show. Be proud of yourself. We're debating a Democrat on our show. You know why? Because we're not freaking crazy like Vanity Fair. Look at Vanity Fair, Charlotte Klein. The media's reckoning with how to cover RFK Jr.'s presidential run. I'm the media. I'm not reckoning anything. The man deserves to be freaking heard. There's nothing to reckon with. You put his opinions out there. You ask the audience, do you think he's crazy? I got, how many people we got in here right now? 48,436. That's a lot of freaking people, folks. That's a sold out baseball game. That's some, you're all very smart. You don't need me to tell you how to think. I just give you the stories and give you my opinion. When 48,000 people say, no, he's not crazy, and we're debating it on a freaking Republican show, what does that tell you about these clowns? The media's reckoning without a company. There's no reckoning. Listen to what the man has to say. If he's bullshitting you, then show the guy to study and make him look like a fool. He can't. This man deserves to be heard. And I'm going to say again, if anybody knows this guy, I will give you an hour on my podcast and 20 minutes on my radio show. No tricks. I don't do that. If you, anyone, you in the audience and you in this chat, you guys know me. This is not bullshit. I'm not messing around. I'm not trying to set the guy up with gotcha questions. Who's the leader of Kaplakistan? Nobody gives a shit. I want to know what this guy's going to do for the country. What got him into the race? And how he came to his conclusions about this stuff so that we can get a better sense of who he is, whether you vote for the guy or not. I'm re- This story pisses me off, man. I'm sorry. That, oh, that you, us, conservatives, you all here, these 50,000 now people, we have to debate the Democrats for them. How embarrassing of a party. Disgusting. Losers on the left. Losers. You think they're debating Trump versus DeSantis? They're not. They're like, Nazi, bigger Nazi, super fascist, dipshits on the left, morons. We're here debating their candidates. <laughs> Sorry, man. So you can tell it gets under my, I am a passionate free speech guy. He's like, move on. I can't. I just, 
I, 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 it's just driving me nuts, man. This shit matters to me, folks. You've got to be able to speak. Liberal, communist, Democrat, conservative, libertarian. Speak. This is what we do. We talk things out. If he's a crazy person, let me know. Send me a message. Put it in the chat. Here's why he's crazy. I want to hear it. This guy is a serious threat, folks. RFK, just like Trump was. I got to tell you something. I wouldn't be surprised if he considers this guy for VP. I'm not suggesting it. I'm just telling you. I would not be surprised. Not even a little bit. You heard it here first. All right, quick break. I got some, just again, this thing is degenerating fast for Biden. This is why they're freaking out about RFK. First, you can tell, what's the coffee meter today for me? What do you, what? You, you did dark. You hit dark mode today. Okay, so that's probably because I had three cups of blackout coffee. Listen, you don't you don't need any bullshit coffees. Okay, sorry. You need a coffee that tastes like coffee and loves the country. And my humble opinion, there's only one option. We get a lot of offers from coffee. That's blackout coffee. It tastes great. Paula's Colombian man. She loves her coffee. I think they put it like a. I think she's been drinking coffee since she's like a young kid. She loves coffee. I personally recommend it. I love it. As you can tell, I had a few cups a day. My last show of the week, so I'm ready to put out a banger today on this show. This is a coffee company 100% committed to conservative values. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping, Blackout Coffee has an incredible work ethic. They love the country. They love conservatism. And the coffee is freaking amazing. Do me a favor. Check out blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Scrap those other garbage coffees. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch the other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. The owner there loves two things, the country and coffee in that order. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Thanks, Blackout Coffee. This is why this guy is a real threat RFK to the establishment. Biden, ladies and gentlemen, I can't say enough. Joe Biden is a wounded political animal right now. This Hunter Biden, Biden crime family case is getting uglier by the second. The media is terrified. Last night, Brett Baer interviewed this IRS whistleblower. This is just, it gets uglier by the minute. This IRS agent is investigating the Biden crime family for tax evasion. He says they had probable cause for a warrant. And not only was the warrant shut down, but when it was finally, uh, when they found out they could get a search warrant for Biden's Hunter Biden's property, that the lawyer and the Biden team was tipped off. Folks, let me tell you something. If we get a Republican in, there could be people who go to jail over this. If Merrick Garland's not going to do squat, he's part of this whole thing. This is bad, bad news here. Here, take a listen. I called U.S. Attorney David Weiss with my senior executive on the phone, and we said, you know, we, we needed to execute this search warrant. They, uh, he responded that the prosecutors didn't want to, and I asked if in 30 days, if that storage unit wasn't accessed, and that was the deadline for the document request that was served on that day, then we can execute the search warrant, and he agreed to that. And no sooner had gotten off the phone um, with David Weiss had we learned that the prosecutors were informing defense counsel of that storage unit and the evidence that existed there. So it completely ruined our chance to uh, to access those unfettered. Oh, my gosh. This reminds me of Seven. You say the movie Seven. Have you ever seen anything like this? Have you ever seen anything like this? 
the prosecutor for the government warns the Biden crime family defense team, hey, a winky, winky, nod, nod. We're going to serve a search warrant. This is according to the whistleblower. You think this guy's making this up on national cable news? What are you, crazy? You know the liability this guy'd be taking? This guy could be sued. Here, it gets even better. Here he is, part two of this is quick. He's talking about this October 7, 2022 meeting where he's sitting there with the prosecutor in the case, David Weiss. And David Weiss, who Merrick Garland and Joe Biden said had full authority to prosecute. Garland's like, I'm not getting involved. Here he says the exact opposite. And apparently there are witnesses to this. I got more cuts on this coming up in a second. Here, listen to this. So Biden appointed D.C. U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves would not allow him to charge in his district. So I didn't learn that fact until October 7th of 2022. So looking back to March of 2022, and that's when David Weiss in October 7th, 2022, said that the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office had to, will not allow us to charge there. And then he added that he would request special he requested special counsel authority and was denied in that meeting. I even had him repeat that because I knew how important that fact was and I wanted to make sure I understood it. You were there and you remember it crystal clear in your mind. Not only do I remember it crystal, crystal clear, but I documented it. The email that's an exhibit in the House Ways Means Committee testimony was when I returned home that evening, I documented it in, a, in an email and, it, and it's an exhibit. You can look right on there. And I sent that email to two senior executives, one of which was at that meeting. And I said, is this accurate reflection of what occurred during the meeting? And the response was, you covered it all. Well, he's got what? He's got a, he's got a freaking email. What more evidence do you what do you need? What else could you possibly want? The guy's in the meeting with the AUSA. He says, I, uh, the United States attorney. Hey, uh, I have uh, I don't have the full authority to charge. I got to basically go to the DOJ. And he emails the supervisor. He goes, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. What else do you want? Here, part three, this quick. Here he's asked about investigating Joe Biden, who's the chairman of the crime family, i.e. the big guy, according to the confidential source, the actual name they use for him. Here he says, they didn't even, they told him, you're not even allowed to look into this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, if there was ever a political scandal for the ages, man, you're living through it right now. Take a listen. As far as the president's involvement in that. So that's kind of the crux of, of one of the issues here is that we weren't allowed to ask questions about dad. We weren't allowed to ask about the big guy. We weren't allowed to in, include uh, uh, certain names and document requests and search warrants. So, um, you know, we were precluded from following that line of questioning. <laughs> They weren't, they weren't even allowed to ask about the chairman of the crime family. Here, this is where it gets really crazy. I just found this. John Solomon, you know John Solomon, great reporter. He's at Just the News. We use his website a lot. He goes on Real America's Voice, right? And it starts in the beginning, right? This is where they're going to find themselves double-barreled effed, totally. Merrick Garland has already gone on the record others claiming that this is all a lie. There was no meeting like this. That's not what was said at the meeting. Well, now they got, now just keep in mind about the meeting. The charging guy for the government, Weiss, tells the agents investigating Hunter Biden, hey, I basically have to go through the DOJ. The DOJ, Merrick Garland's going, no, 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 we don't have anything to do with this case. We gave it to him. Both of those stories can't be true. Here's the kicker. This IRS guy's got receipts. He's got four or five others, maybe six others, who were willing to go on the record, apparently, and say, hey, 
We were at the meeting too. They've lost all control of this. And then one more thing in this clip. Solomon gets the number, the secret number Joe Biden was apparently using to make phone calls, this global phone thing. John Solomon called the number. You're not going to be surprised who picked up. Listen to this. Pro tip, this person writes, when an IRS investigator says you're lying, always assume he's got receipts. Garland called the IRS whistleblower a liar. So whistleblower is now introduced. We talked about this yesterday, and you see from that law firm, six different witnesses Mm. saying, we're going to back this up. So I want to cycle through this to put on the table a couple of ideas. We talked to your team, uh, Joe Weber, yesterday about maybe an impeachment of Garland. Uh, Then you got the next one there. This one, we've mentioned it, but I got to ask you about it. This story that Joe Biden used a secret global cell phone while he was vice president paid for by Hunter's firm. And a moment ago, Terrence was talking about James Colmer, who I think was on Newsmax over the weekend saying, I'm going to have more payments to the Biden family. There's more money. It's not just Russia, uh, Ukraine, China, you name it. And so between the Garland IRS stuff, Colmer and more payments, and this guy was using a secret cell phone paid for Hunter. I don't even know where to begin, John. Well, I'll tell a story. I've never told this story before. Only my editors at the, the Hill knew this back in 2019. Uh, I early on got some documents from the Hunter Biden laptop. By the way, before it was turned over for the FBI, there had been some documents that law enforcement had gotten through other means. And one of those documents got leaked to me, and it had a cell phone number that Hunter Biden was paid for. So I figured, oh, this is my chance. Maybe I can, I've been trying to get fair comment from Hunter Biden. So I'm going to call the cell phone. So I called the cell phone and guess who picked up the phone? Oh boy. Joe Biden. Joe? Joe oh, Biden. What? <laughs> He's got Joe Biden. He's got the cell phone number. Do you hear the beginning of that too? This clip is gold. I saw it just before I came up on the air. This clip is freaking gold. The guy says, pro tip. When IRS agents tell you they've got the goods on you, they're probably not bullshitting you. (laughs) This guy's got six people going on the record through their lawyers going, yeah, we were at the meeting too, Merrick Garland. You're full of shit. You're not making, you're not telling the truth. You see the corner they box themselves in? That's why you get a response like this from the rotting bag of oatmeal in the White House. Here he is leaving the White House yesterday. Ah, a guy. By the way, he thinks Putin's uh, in a war in Iraq right now. I don't have time for that one. The guy's like, he's so bad at this. He is so bad at this. Here he is leaving the White House yesterday, and he's asked, "Hey, were you at that uh, at your house that day when Hunter Biden was shaking down the Chinese Communist Party guy and said you were next to him?" Listen to the response from this rotting bag of oatmeal. Check this out. President Biden, how involved were you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? Were you involved? Were you involved? Were you? No. No. Ah, he's Reverend Kane. Reverend Kane. Yeah, I'll die. This rotting bag of bomeo has no control of his emotions or his bowels anymore. No. Ah, cranky old man. He's like that guy from The Simpsons. He knows he's busted. He knows he's busted. He don't know what else to do. Ah, ah. Clown. Guy's a clown. You know he did the shuffle. You know the shuffle he does when he tries to pretend he's all spry and young and fresh. You know, here's the crazy part. Someone said this to me yesterday. I had a hard time digesting this because it's true. Harrison Ford is roughly the same age as Joe Biden, and he's filming another Indiana Jones movie. 
Joe Biden can't even like film a movie about a documentary about the presidency because he can't even walk without stumbling or get out of line. Without, uh, he can't remember something. the first uh, Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> Joe Biden don't even know Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Who's that? Is that the congressman from the Eastern District? He don't know shit, this guy anymore. This guy's brain is a, a mashed potatoes right now. He don't know squad. Is an idiot. Yeah, the shuffle. I love the shuffle. Yeah, let me do the show. Here's my job. He goes, anyway, and then they got to chase after him because they're afraid he's going to fall. Yeah, and then yesterday I'm watching him leave the stage. He got lost again, got off the stage yesterday. Lost. I'm watching it live on what I was doing the radio show. I'm like, I'm telling Jim, oh, look, he's going to get off the stage the right way. He made it, he made it. And then he goes down the wrong hallway. He goes that. I'm like, he did it again. He did it again. Guy cannot get off the stage. I got some uh, coming up. The culture war thing. Folks, listen, it is happening right now. It is the shift. You are in the middle of a massive cultural rebellion. I got some audio and I'm going to show you the Anheuser-Busch CEO, the Bud Light guy. This guy, I don't know what he's just, they're just digging a hole deeper and deeper. And even the left is starting to realize they got a problem now. Appreciate your patience. Our last couple sponsors. Thanks for your patience. These are great companies. I want to talk to you. Patriot Mobile. Every day, the parallel economy gets bigger and bigger, powered by everyday Americans like you, sick and tired of woke propaganda jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they've been dumping millions into liberal causes, and we had to take it because you need a cell phone. You didn't have a choice. You didn't think there was an alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile, they're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. He loves Patriot, huge fan. So you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company that believes in free speech, religious freedom, the Second Amendment, sanctity of life, our military veterans, and our first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your phone, keep your number too. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service. Take a stand for your values. Please make the switch today to Patriot Mobile at patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Or call 878-PATRIOT and tell them we sent you. We appreciate it. Also today, brought to you by GenuCell. Ladies and gentlemen, our friends at GenuCell Skincare have extended your chance to get their most popular package featuring beautifully curated skincare essentials for life outside in that summer sun. Sun-soaked, humid, dehydrated skin covered in dark spots and even puffier bags under the eyes are a problem for all of us. But thankfully, GenuCell Skincare is a perfect answer. GenuCell Skincare's limited-time summer essentials package includes their one-of-a-kind ultra-retinol super moisturizer, with a powerful plant extract retinol alternative that delivers results without the harsh side effects. Paul is a big fan, one of our favorite products. And right now, get GenuCell Skincare Classic Skincare Therapy for under eye bags and puffiness. It'll get you compliments everywhere you go. Plus, with its immediate effects, results guaranteed in 12 hours or less or your money back. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan right now to get your GenuCell Skincare Summer Essentials Package right now for over 65% off. And just for the summer, every subscription order. Includes a customized summer spa gift box, absolutely free. And for one more week, every summer essentials package includes a nourishing vitamin C serum for a visibly clear complexion. Don't wait. Go to genucel.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L, genucel.com slash Dan. Thanks, genucel. We appreciate it. So uh, back to Biden in a minute. I'm going to get back to him in a second here. But there's more evidence that the rebellion in the culture war is shifting. Folks, this tweet I saw absolutely sums up where we are in the culture war right now. This guy, Jesse Single, is not a conservative, as far as I know. 
He actually appears kind of left the center. I, I don't know. It's hard to get in these guys' heads, but I read their tweets. I see what they're about. I, I know most of them not personally, but through the social media ecosystem. So this guy's no conservative at all. But he says something here that is really starting to burn up the left big time. He said, read this tweet. Read this and tattoo it on your brain. He says, I see a lot of this these days. If a given progressive position isn't popular, it's because of those damn conservatives and their magical spells of persuasion. This removes all the onus from progressives. The activist class can do no wrong and deserves zero scrutiny. He notes, not good. Now, what is he talking about? He's making a good case as to why these liberals, this is why I told you yesterday when I was doing this during my radio show and the podcast, that a lot of people, oh, Dan, stop warning the left. Let him keep going down this castrating kids road and all this other stuff. One, no, it's morally wrong, and we should not let it happen for that reason. But a couple of people are like, well, let them do it. They're going to burn everyone. And eventually, no, they're not going to stop. So there's two reasons to not stop exposing them. Number one, it's just morally and ethically disgusting. And we should stand in the way because it's the right thing to do. And second, it doesn't matter. You, there's a, a guy to the left of center, from what I know, telling you right here that the left doesn't care. They see the same polling you do. Do you guys get what he's saying? What he's saying here, folks, is that castrating kids, men and women's sports, affirmative action, these are all horribly unpopular. Nobody likes these things. They think affirmative action is racist because it is. Men and women's sports is grotesquely unfair because it is. And we shouldn't be cutting genitalia off young kids because it's wrong. What he's saying is liberals won't change because they think it's right. And they just think that people think it's wrong because of us pesky conservatives. They're not going to stop. We have to stop them. They think they're right. Don't forget this tweet, man. I suggest you screenshot it and print it out. They are not going to stop. They don't care about the polling. Could be 99 to 1 about cutting kids' nuts off. They don't care. Commies have convinced them they're right. That's how you get stuff like this. This, Folks, Bud Light's finished. Any Anheuser-Busch product, they're done. They're done. We've given them a shot. We've, we've, we've tried to allow them to clean this thing up. This Here's the Anheuser-Busch CEO on one of these morning shows at CBS. Or I don't even know. Doesn't matter. He said, the guy cannot remove his head from his ass. He's asked a simple question. Hey, man, would you do this Dylan Mulvaney ad run thing again? Giving a, a beer ad to a guy pretending to be a woman after he burned his entire audience and cost his company billions? What's the simple answer, Joe? Maybe. Nah, nah. we're not going to do that again. We're going to get out Bad of this move. kind of stuff. We're going to stick to selling beer. Pretty simple answer, right? <laughs> Not for this guy. Dude, never buy this crap again. Ever. They're done. They are done. Here, listen to yourself. Knowing what you know now, if you could go back, would you send this can to this one person again? There's a, a big social conversation taking place right now, and big brands are right in the middle of it. And it's not just our industry or Bud Light. It's happening in retail. It's happening in fast food. And so for us, what we need to understand is deeply understand and appreciate is the consumer and what they want, what, what they care about and what they expect from, from big brands. So did you get that? If your answer is no, because he didn't answer the question, even the host of the liberal show knows he didn't answer the question. So here's part two where he says, well, you just, you didn't answer my question. 
You would you run the can again, run the ad campaign again with Mulvaney, knowing what you know now that you cost your company billions and alienated most of your audience? He chance two. Here's answer or not answer number two. So this is a part of why you're getting it from all sides, because I asked you, would you do it again? And people on the on the trans rights side of things supporting that community want you to say, yes, of course, we want that fortitude. Uh, and, and, and people on the right would criticize you for saying yes. So where are you on the issue? I mean, was this a mistake? You know, we, uh, Bud Light has supported LGBTQ since 1998. <laughs> <laughs> Justin said it right. His own three strikes. Right. Two strikes. Wait, this is There's already been a first strike, right? The sum of all fears time, right? There's already been a tenth strike. We've given this guy, this company now, what now? A month? Joe, what's it been? A month? Six weeks? I don't month, even know. Yeah. We. This guy's had a month to clean this up. And he still can't say, listen, it was a mistake. Well, here's the, how do you know it was a mistake, sir? Because the liberals are going to ask him that. Well, because $9 billion or whatever worth of my company's value is wiped out and nobody's buying our beer anymore. Uh, I'm selling beer, bro. It was obviously a mistake. It's not a hard answer. This isn't difficult. Holy shit. These people are like from another planet. Do not touch this stuff. Do not go near this stuff. Boycott it and make an example of these people. When this guy comes out with a full-throated apology for jamming, jamming sexual identity politics down your throat when all you wanted to do was drink a freaking beer, then you can go back. I'm not going to tell you, Ken. You do your own thing. Screw these guys. They don't deserve it. And why even go on the show if you're not going to answer the question? Just shut up. Man, alive. You need business advice? Come on over. I'll talk to you for a little bit. I'm kidding. Don't knock him. I have nothing to do with you. Here's, by the way, Biden yesterday gave a speech. We're going to do something on a radio show later. Is <laughs> this guy, the lying folks, has just gotten to an epic nuclear level now. He doesn't even care anymore. Yesterday, he gave a speech, and Jim and I were so flabbergasted by the amount of straight up lying in this speech he gave in Chicago yesterday that we do that things that never happen. We can't even do a single episode. We needed like a feature length movie. Here is just a small sample of what went down yesterday with Biden. Here he is repeating a lie that's been debunked probably a thousand times that he's traveled the world or something with uh, Chinese President Xi Jinping, traveled 17,000 miles with him. Here, listen and repeat this yesterday. I've long said, and I mean this, I was on the Tibetan Plateau with Xi Jinping. I traveled 17,000 miles with him. I've spoken with him more than any other head of state. He did not travel 17,000 miles with Xi Jinping. How do I know that? Because the communist Washington Post with the farther left communist Glenn Kessler has already told this. It's not true. Washington Post, Glenn Kessler, Biden's repeated claim he's traveled 17,000 miles with Xi Jinping. The president earns three Pinocchios. He, this is from the commies at the Post. The guy's full of shit. Nothing he says is true. Here we go. I got to zip through these. Here he is yesterday again, which you're probably getting sick of it, but I'm not going to stop exposing this uh, buffoon. Here he is yesterday saying he cut the deficit by $1.7 trillion for probably the thousandth time. Take a listen. Just in my first two years in office, my team and I have reduced the deficit by $1.7 trillion more than any president had. Just in two years. So we've showed you government statistics 
We've showed you uh, or insider statistics from conservative tanks. We've showed you fact checks. I showed you the Washington Post fact check. I don't know what else to tell you that this is fake. So I thought, who's to the left of the Washington Post sometimes? Newsweek, right? Newsweek, fact check. Did Joe Biden bring down the national debt by $1.7 trillion? Uh, false. The Biden administration has not reduced the national debt by $1.7 trillion. It has increased $3.5 trillion. But then he said deficits. Yes, those have gone up too. Those have gone up every year Biden's been in office. The debt he's taking credit for is the expiration of the COVID relief funds, which he wanted to continue, making him double full of shit. The guy is a freaking liar. Here's another beauty. He's trotting out the inflation was caused by Russia again thing, even though he tweeted out last week a chart showing the inflation started when he got in office, which was before the Russia invasion. Listen to this. Today, inflation is less than half, less than half of what it was a year ago. And then inflation caused by Russia and by the war in Ukraine and by what's going on. Okay, really? It was caused by Russia? Here's your own tweet from June 13, 2023, just a few weeks ago. Great news, inflation report, blah, blah, blah. Look at the chart. You can see the chart. And this is the tweet from the White House, folks. Oh, look at that. Inflation started spiking. Oh, golly, when Joe Biden took office before the Russian invasion happened. This is their freaking chart. This is theirs. This is their chart. This was in their tweet. This is their tweet. How full of shit is this guy? It's their own tweet. Here's another gem. Oh, the inflation, we're doing so great. Bidenomics is kicking ass. Wall Street Journal. Average hourly earnings of private workers. 2021, Joe Biden takes office. By the way, oh, Dan, this data, where'd you get this data from? Uh, Joe Biden's Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, dumbass on the left. Here you go. Source, BLS. Average hourly earnings of private workers. You'll notice something, folks. It's gone down dramatically since Biden got in office. You're making less money. That's why people hate Bidenomics. Here, here's the numbers. Using steady dollars from 1982, you were making effectively the average hourly earning 1139 when Biden got in office. It's now 1103. Last time I checked, folks, that's a 3.1 per six decline in real earnings. The guy is full of crap, man. He's a freaking liar. I like this guy a lot. EJ Antoni guy, Antoni guy. He was on Fox Business explaining this, how Biden can talk all the smack he wants about Bidenomics and all this BS. Here's the hard reality. The reason only 30% of people trust this guy in the economy is very simple. Throw all of this crap out the window. You want to hear what it is? You are making less money since Joe Biden got in office. Fact. Listen to EJ Antoni. Real weekly earnings are now negative for 26 straight months. That's the longest stretch in history and twice the global financial crisis. We thought the global financial crisis was long and bad, and we've all been poor now for twice that length. What do you make of that? Well, I, I think it just shows you how the government has to pay for its spending one way or another. You know, they can raise taxes on you explicitly or they can implicitly raise taxes on you through inflation. And that's what we've seen under Joe Biden. If you're wondering, where did the government get the trillions upon trillions of dollars that he and the, and the Congress have spent the last couple of years? They are taking it out of your hide right now through the hidden tax of inflation. <laughs> yes. People think Biden sucks because he does. 
They think he sucks because he does suck, because you make less money. Here he is again yesterday, trotting out again when it all goes wrong, Joe. Definitely was trickle-down economics. Take a listen. Trickle-down approach failed the middle class. It failed America. It blew up the deficit. It increased inequity. And it weakened the, our infrastructure. It stripped the dignity, pride, and hope out of communities, one after another. Folks, I'm not even going to play it. I was going to I was gonna play the Thomas Sowell video for probably the 10th time. I'll play it on a radio show if I have some time. There is no such thing as trickle-down economics. It is a slur used by liberals to describe an econometric system that does not exist. It is a ridiculous talking point that a-hole liberals bring up and morons like this rotting bag of oatmeal to blame an econometric model that doesn't exist. There is no such thing as trickle-down. I played that Thomas Sowell clip a thousand times where he's dared any economist to show him the theory of trickle-down. They can't. There's no such thing. Here, one more. This is great. Here he is again, despite being fact-checked, community noted, fact-checked into the freaking phantom zone. He says it again, that billionaires pay an 8% tax rate. He's just making it up. Take a listen. We're going to get billionaires to pay up a little bit, at least a minimum tax. You know, when we, when we began, there were 750 before the pandemic, 750 billionaires in America. Now there are 1,000. You know how much their average tax is? They pay federal tax? 8% taxes. Folks, the guy is a bullshitter. Again, for the millionth time, the tax foundation... Billionaires, what's their average tax rate? The top 5% of taxpayers pay a 22% rate. The top 1% pay a 26% rate. More than eight times higher than the 3% average rate paid by the bottom half. The richest people in the country paid nearly $71 billion in income taxes, have an average tax rate of 23.7. In other words, multiple times what Biden says they're paying. It's not 8%. Why does he keep making it up? Because he's a rotting bag of sociopathic, lying, freaking oatmeal who takes money from the Chinese Communist Party in the millions through his crack-addicted son. That's why. He is full of crap. And I'm tired of dealing with this goon in the White House. Every day, fact-checked into the phantom zone. Freaking frustrating, man. All right, so I got a little announcement. Uh, you bought out most of the store, but there's still stuff there at store.pongino.com. We bought 250 hats. You bought every one of them, but we got another order coming in, so we should be good. If you want some Bongino merch, all of our proceeds go to charity, store.bongino.com. We'll be off tomorrow and next week. It's our first vacation in a long time. Uh, we really appreciate. I just want you to know midway through the year how much you mean to us. This live chat, we love it. 70,700 people watching. Seventy-one. I mean, it's just insane. We love you guys so much. Uh, if you could do us a favor, spread the words. When we come back, we want to blow it up. I'd like to get to 100,000 in the chat. And the website is rumble.com slash Bongino or download the Rumble app if you want to join the chat. Every day at 10 a.m. the chat starts. I come on at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Please click that follow button on Rumble. Spread the word. And if you would, uh, we're dropping a little bit on Spotify, which is cool. I think a lot of people want to listen on Rumble, which is cool. But if you could subscribe on there, on Apple and Spotify as well, it helps us. Uh, it's free. Helps us stay on the charts over there as well. Keeps us frosty, and uh, we deeply appreciate it.
We will be back July 10th with new content. And I love you all. I mean that. You all have done so much for me. And it's my first vacation in a while. But uh, my family needs it. We've been through a lot. So especially this past week with all these crazy nonsense stories. So I appreciate you all, you know, giving me a little love. So thank you all. I'll see you back in a week or so. Take care. You just heard Dan Bongino.